podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a brand new edition of Copy and Fracas podcast, um, powered by Touchline Fracas, um, Touchline Media Group, should I say. And yeah, I'm, I'm here today with a regular on the main pod and the Kef podcast. You know, he's doing it all these days. Mark, how are you? What are you saying? I'm here still. Feeling good, Liverpool are not playing, so that's a positive at this moment. <laughs> yeah, are you we... know what? I was going to talk about the main, they've tried to rush in that main podcast, didn't it? Yeah, no, nah, they finished with me in quad question. <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah, I went on there thinking, yeah, man could like get into a bit of tactical analysis, like something light on a Sunday yeah. morning, afternoon, early Sunday afternoon. I got there, yeah, everything I said, Bab, Sebi, and Mariah were on, man, like spinning, man. Bro, there, yeah, yeah. You know what it is? I feel like when it's like, like it's safe, it's like Mariah on his own, it's calm. But then when you got Sebi there too. Yeah, like, yeah, like they're three together, yeah, they're just, they're crazy trio still. They don't want the They don't want the tactical, they just want the blood. Yeah, they want blood. They <laughs> <laughs> just want pure blood. I remember there was one point you was talking about someone, like, you was praising, he was like, no, nah, fuck all that, fuck all that. What about Trent? <laughs> I was thinking, oh, <laughs> But yeah, now nah, listen to the um, main podcast if you haven't already. It's a good podcast. But yeah, if you haven't already subscribed to our Patreon um, for as little as three pound a month, you get fantastic content. As always, we're doing it through the international break. You know what I'm saying? Um, we have AOBs, so like where we talk about other topics, not just football. We have the Bantics po- podcast where we um, we put about um, Liverpool, but in a st- statistical view. We also got Mark as a, a special guest this week, so yeah, that'll be fantastic. And yeah, um, subscribe, um, follow us on all our social um, platforms and yeah, let, let's get into it. So yeah, obviously it's the international break. It's been kind of a, a quiet week for Liverpool. Um, not really much news, um, just kind of the fallout from the Ajax game. Obviously, it's nice to kind of get back a win um, after such a, like an, they said, like a nightmare game after um, the Napoli game. And yeah, how are you feeling about Liverpool post the Ajax game? Obviously a 2-1 two, two, win. Yeah, you know what? I'm very positive, to be honest. Like, yeah. I'm going to say silently positive because I don't want to expect too much from this team. But Thiago makes a big, massive difference in what we do. He's involved in all phases of play. He changes the way we build up. And Yotta's inclusion as well. Like, Yotta looks good. He was showing me a bit of Bobby, like he downloaded the Bobby starter pack. Mm-hmm. Being able to link up play and he's still yeah. a shooter, isn't it? So... That's good to see. Yeah, for sure. And um, it's just incredible how much of a difference I think uh, Matip and Thiago bring to our squad. And like, it's even like some of the little things, like even like Matip, obviously, we know he's great defensively. But when he's on the ball, like teams, they obviously give him space and you really can't give him space because he's like an extra avenue for us. Like he brings the ball forward and he can also like visit in between the lines or you can just keep driving, driving until someone literally presses him. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's one of last season against Leeds where no one closed him down. He just kept going and going, done a one-two and then just scored. But he's just another weapon in possession. And like you said on the main podcast, Thiago, like he's, he's always... Cannot replace. You know, we, we cannot replace him. We cannot replace him. We have to replace him because he's not always fit. So, but um, yeah. yeah, in possession, he's so key for us, so press resistant, and he helps Fabinho out so much. And it's it's just it's the things that like he takes up these clever kind of spaces where like let's say we, we're going to get counted on Fabinho naturally maybe will try and cover Trent or you go into the right side, and then Thiago will fill, fill in that kind of CDM role, fill in that central role, and then you know what I'm saying, and then now you kind of have like a double pivot. And we're kind of covered in that kind of traditional areas. But like when you're playing other people in those positions, they don't have the kind of sense of awareness or that positional kind of IQ to kind of fill in the gaps and yeah. and help Fabinho. And yeah, he's just he's he's a fantastic player. And it's just a shame that them two are not we can't count on their fitness consistently for every game of the season. But we look a much better team of them for sure. Um Jota as well. Jota good performance as well. I didn't expect him to be so sharp. Um, come back from Neither did I, you know. I wasn't expecting him to start, especially with it being a Champions League game, which I think suits Nunes more than a yeah. Premier League game at this moment in time because he's playing against teams that he's played against, against so with Benfica. Yeah. Um, and because Yotta was just coming back from injury, and I think it was only 20 minutes played before that game. So I thought, you know, he might start with Nunes and 
maybe Nunes gets a goal or something like that. But he's threw in Yota and Yota looks amazing. Yeah, he did. He did, for sure. Um, that's again, you that, like, uh, so you can even see like the fluidity between the front three as opposed to what Nunes brings. Yeah, like Jota's comfortable on that left-hand side. You know what I'm saying? He plays left wing for, for Wolves, so he's able to kind of go onto the left-hand side. Diaz can even play central if you want and interchanges. And his assist for the seller goal was was great. But yeah, I think Liverpool overall, um, we looked good. The only thing I'm just concerned about is that like um it like I didn't learn anything new. I, I know that Thiago and Matip are great players, like and we improve when they come to the side, but what's the plan when Thiago isn't fit? You know, so what's the plan when um Matip isn't fit? And hopefully Canate will come back and that will kind of help us defensively. Um in that kind of sense. But when Thiago isn't fit again and he picks up another injury, which is kind of inevitable, what is the plan? You know what I'm saying? We can talk about that with our next segment in it in terms yeah. of... Yeah, I mean, we can segue into it. Um, people, A lot of people are kind of saying, um, especially when we signed him, this is Arthur Mello, that he is kind of similar to Thiago and him being kind of like a controller and him kind of being a player who likes to kind of get on the ball, um, make passes, probably passes that are not as adventurous as a Thiago or maybe um, more what's the word, a conser- uh, conservative um, kind of a passing range, but um, he's a player that can possibly fill in that kind of left centre mid role. Um, and yeah, we saw him, Cavallio and Nat Phillips playing the under-21 game this weekend. Um, I think Arthur's actually meant to be on holiday because I know all the other players yeah, are on holiday. Yeah. So what I heard here was specifically yeah. asked to, or one of the reports anyway, was he specifically asked to be involved in under-21 games. I think more to impress the manager and get his fitness up in it. Mm, yeah, because I saw a lot of these players. He's even playing tonight, by the way. He's playing tonight against Tranmere. Is he? Yeah. Oh, so you're saying that Jay Sparing off and Cavalio midfield? Cavalio's not even playing. I think it's just Spagatic and I think Paul Gorse tweeted it. Let me just go check. Oh, but yeah. So yeah, I think that's impressive. Um, it's, it's impressive from Arthur that he wants to kind of um, stay behind and obviously uh, these senior players, they're, they're either gone on holiday or on international break, but he's asked to kind of um, stay behind with the under-21s and kind of get used to this kind of system. Obviously, we know it's probably... There's nothing like a clock system, right? And mm-hmm. nothing like obviously the kind of midfield roles that midfield roles that we play and the responsibilities they have. So it's impressive for them to want to stay behind. But I don't know, man. I like I just wasn't so it's a signing for me. It's just that you know what it is Arthur's been available for the whole window, like from yeah, start right. to finish. It's definitely and I think we've talked about this extensively <laughs> in the group and it is definitely yeah a panic sign isn't it I feel like it's just one of the better options like you could have panicked and got Sakaria you yeah. could have panicked and got um, Ross Barkley yeah you could have panicked and got somebody worse than even though I like worse, Ross or less talented you yeah. like, could have panicked and got somebody less talented than Arthur Menno so I feel like that's I guess the best of all the available evils isn't it From for, for me we, though it's, it's the fact that like He's been available. And like, I think Arsenal were linked with him last season um, mm. in terms of they wanted him to kind of come to their midfield because I remember everyone's panicking about Arsenal midfield last season and that if party gets injured, what's going to happen? And then they pass on buying him. No one else. He's, he, like, he's out of format, Juventus, Mark. How? Mm. Like, um, Juventus midfield isn't that great. It's, it's not that great. But to be honest, I heard that's more about Allegri than him, in it? Mm. I heard Allegri likes to use... Um, was it Rabiot? Uh, well, they've got Rabio, who they've got, Locatelli. Um... Yeah, he likes these more pragmatic midfielders than Arthur Melo. Yeah. And I think um, Rabio and Locatelli cover more ground, which mm-hmm. could be like a signal that maybe Arthur isn't the guy that we think he may be. But in my opinion, and I was kind of happy with the signing, to be honest, in terms of mm-hmm. um, it's the loan signing, so very low risk. Like thinking of it from a business point of view like if he bangs we're good if he doesn't bang we can always move him on oh they got Paredes that's it they got Paredes Paredes yeah and Weston McKinney as well so yeah if he doesn't bang we can just not sign him we have an option if he does bang and I was also thinking about the fact that he may want to play himself into contention for the Brazil squad but based on the amount of games that I think he will start and we had this little conversation it's looking unlikely. I don't see him any more than five starts in our current side if Thiago stays fit in it. 
But who knows? Games are going to be coming thick and fast in October and there may be a lot of rotation. So there may be an opportunity for him in it. Yeah. And I mean, if he does end up being a good sign and he end up being a good player, that solves so much more problems because then you have a natural made kind of replacement for Thiago whenever he does inevitably miss 10, 15 a season and Arthur Melo can come in. And also when KR, Chamberlain, Milner all go next season. Yeah, we need to replace four midfielders. Yeah. An easy one just to get over the line. Like FSG just pay the option. And he doesn't have to settle in. You don't have to settle in with three midfielders. Then we go for the prime target in Bellingham. We go for one more, maybe Salcedo. And then a youngster may even come into it. If Balagatic is able to progress over the season, then who knows? Or Fabio Carvalho, who we'll talk about next, is able to show a bit more defensive quality to Klopp. Because I think he was quite good when he played... No, I, I don't think Carvalho's long-term future is in our Yeah, neither do I. Neither I do think I. it's in but the field line or in the 10. I do think, stats-wise, yeah, his defensive contributions... Versus Everton were quite good. Like he had maybe twelve recoveries in forty-five minutes, which is superb numbers in it. That's like talking Kante numbers, but it was more because of the expansiveness of the game and how a derby yeah. is, and maybe because Everton are quite poor on the ball. But yeah, that seems like good numbers that he may be able to be an option there. Even though yeah. I do want him as a false nine, like I want him to be the Bobby replacement when Bobby leaves. Mm, yeah, for sure, it could definitely be an option there. But yeah, like I was saying, and just if Arthur can be a, an option there where we buy him, and then you don't only have to bring in two more midfielders next year, then it makes our life easier. But I'm just not sure. Sure, I'm I'm not so sure. I'm not sure if he has the ability to kind of um, play the thrust. I'm, I don't know. I, I, we have to see. And I haven't really seen him play. Yeah. I haven't. I can't judge him because he's not fully fit yet. Um. So yeah, we'll just have to see. But it, it, it's nice to see him obviously staying behind and obviously putting in the kind of work and the effort to kind of um be. Um, ready and be more match fit, but yeah. Any words on Cavallo and obviously Phillips? Phillips, I, I, I have no no words for Phillips to be honest. I don't <laughs> Maybe just bored. <laughs> I don't know. He, 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 he knows he had a he had a nosebleed or something like that during the match. Like bro, uh, like, it's under twenty one match. Like what well, going for you? He's a not like he just knows. <laughs> unfortunately, he just shouldn't be at this level, in it. Like, yeah, so he, he didn't. really well on the pod. And boy, if you watch that Palace match properly, yeah. No, nah, he got turned, man. Battering on the ball, he wasn't moving the ball that fast. And when you have the comparison of Matip, who we talked about earlier, to Phillips, who doesn't know how to progress the ball properly and is always doing like a little bit of a run and then a sideways pass, <laughs> then nah, like. So he'll get the ball and then like drive up of it and then get, you know, when he get, you get like scared, he get like a nose yeah, and, like, and, like, and he kicks it to Chad. And I'm like, yeah. bro, like, what's the point of that? A lot more space in front of you, you know. Like if you just had a bit more confidence or a bit more tech, then you'd be able to push the game a bit more. But unfortunately, it's, it's just yeah, it's not he's not that guy. Like he's tried to adapt to us, and he should have been sold. Unfortunately, two seasons ago, yeah, mm. after the high of being able to get us into top four, but nobody came in for us at the right price, which is bullshit. We should have just sold yeah, at the twelve have. million that was offered. Or whatever that was offered. Wait, guys in the chat were saying we can get twenty five million for him. Am I correct? I can't even remember. Man. Was was Ed- I'm sure Ellis said that we can time. get twenty twenty five million for him. That was him. a I'm very dark so time. Let's not even sure. let's bring up things that have been said in the chat. Because boy, <laughs> we'll be here all day. I remember Maybe that conversation episode. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, now that it's fucking international break. Maybe we should just have the episode of the project where we just go through things in the chat. Oh, just we'll the just craziest shouts and just yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Just say, you know, this is what this person said. Just so you got to really know what the cost on in it. Uh, hey, that Janepo one. Hey, that would be a long combo. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a long, long combo. Aye, aye. ASM is still there, bro. There's still four out of five. No, four out of eight hits. That's fifty percent. But he was I a teller. Janepo. It was teller Janepo. Rafina, ASM, yeah. Lookman, um, Adama Chari, Bertrand Chari, I think. No, nah, I want Bertrand Chari. I want Bertrand Chari. I don't nah, think definitely Bertrand Chari. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, yeah, that that would be a crazy episode. One day we definitely have to do that for sure. But um, yeah, let's go. Let's go back into the topic. Obviously, Cavallo, 
what 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 do you think that kind of brings him? Is it just a case of just again a new sign and wanting to get more adjusted to the system, probably getting stronger, getting more um match fit and just yeah, I know he had an injury recently as well, so probably that's probably got to do with it. As well. It wasn't like a massive injury, it was just a dead leg from what was yeah. said in it. Um but I think he needs to just adapt to the bumps and bruises that you get in the Premier League in it. So it's one of those things where he's just had an injury, you would kind of want to keep him in a bit of a rhythm and getting more accustomed to like how adults play football because he still is quite a young youth. I think he's 19 still. Um, and he hasn't played that much Premier League football, maybe about four or five games. So being able to just have that extra minutes into your legs is good. Yeah, I definitely I hear it for sure. Um, yeah, I guess it's just, it's nice to see that they were willing to put that extra effort in. Um, and yeah, there's one, one kind of interesting rumour today that I saw we're linked to Mikhailo Mudrek, who plays for Shakhtar Donetsk. I don't know if I butchered his name or not, but yeah, I think that's that's quite interesting rumor because obviously he's not at like a more known side. Like I think when we normally buy people, they're more at kind of like established sides, or maybe they're playing like a top like four or five league um, in in Europe. But he's obviously at Shakhtar Donetsk, and he's been linked with a lot of clubs in the summer. Um, have you seen a lot of him? What do you make of him? No, oh, I haven't. I've only seen comps, but. I guess we've targeted people from Shakhtar before we targeted Alex Texiera before yeah. we moved to Shakhtar. And that was supposed to be like in the bag kind of thing. I think we ended up going for Salah, maybe. Yeah. If it was at the same time. Um, and obviously Salah's been a roaring success. But I, from what I've seen in the comps here, he looks very, very, like he looks too good to be playing in that league. Everything. It's, they're so telling good. me the Ukrainian Neymar. Bro, like. That's what they're telling me. I've seen yet. Yeah, it looks <laughs> so easy for him. Like. He looks like he should be playing CL football. Like, yeah. Well, he CL is football playing CL football. Now, CL football in terms of like, you know, there's the lower league CL teams like against the Saturday. Oh, you're not running that team, yeah. Yeah. Then I'm thinking like more of a second place CL team, maybe like a Marseille, like a Lyon, maybe. Just maybe, like, a, maybe a team, I think, so what we're trying to say is like a team that has maybe has a chance of like progressing to like a yeah. good level in the better way of Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um from what I've seen in the comps, he looks very quick. Like very quick. Like you see when he gets the ball, he can get separation from the defender. And when he's off, you can't really catch him. And he's also got this kind of little nice, like he can go past players. He's got that nice little, you know what I'm saying? That nice little shimmy. Um he's able to kind of yeah, he, he dribbling looks very nice, he looks very good, clean technically. And obviously he scored I think there are two group stage games for Shakhtar Donetsk this season. Um, I think I also like is he's got both foot from what I've seen in it. Like he's yeah. able to strike the right foot. And for me, left footers that can use their right foot are very well, use their right foot comfortably. They're rare. very rare. And when you can find them, yeah, there's also another guy at maybe Lil. Um, that one of the underrated is on the underrated post and that and he looks very good as well. Left footers that have who are you talking about? I can't remember what his name is still. Let me see if I can find it quickly, you know. What what country's from? Um, I think Ivory Coast. It's mm. definitely that guy still. Mm, that's interesting. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think it's it's kind of interesting that obviously I think people might say, oh, you will get another attacker or like obviously because we bought Diaz and Jota in quick succession. But I mm. do think um I like our attack personally. I think our attack is a very good attack. Um it's a nice blend of profiles, it's just that Obviously, we're just learning to kind of adjust now that Mane's gone and kind of where they're going to play in the system. But I do like our attack, personally. But I do think there's space for one more, especially if, like, Firmino goals. Um, I think there's space for one more. And we don't have that natural placement for Salah on that right-hand side. So that's yeah. why I think this Mudrak, come, um, Mudrak can kind of fit into the squad. So he can kind of be back up to Salah. Um, and it, in the future, if he's good enough, maybe we can kind of, if Salah obviously gets older and he starts to decline, Mudrek can kind of be his natural successor in that right-hand mm-hmm. side. So, but yeah, where do, you, where do you see him fitting in this squad? Exactly the same, isn't it? Being a left footer that plays on the left at the moment, I think the switch to the right won't be that hard. No. Um, be able to slot in and he's able to use both feet and I feel like that changes the dynamic on the left, so the right-hand side as well and you yeah. have somebody that's able to go inside and outside and does it at more of a higher clip than Salah? Also, in terms of like bringing up the, we don't currently have a backup right winger, so bringing up the ceiling of that right wing. I guess Harvey Blair, who's back from injury, thank God. Um, but he isn't really someone that's going to challenge to start or 
challenge to be in the side. So it'll be nice to have somebody that's in that midpoint that's challenging to start, but young enough to know that they're going to sit on the bench. Mm, yeah, for sure, for sure. And obviously, if there are times where you can play left wing, you can play left wing, great. You know what I'm saying? But you can play both sides. So, But I, pff, the cost is kind of looking like a mad thing. Because obviously, I know that they rejected like a 30 million bid from Everton this summer. Um, I know West Ham are also interested. So pff, I don't know what the, the cost might be for maybe like a 50 or 60 million. What's, what's the highest you pay for him, Mark? Or if he, if he's even... <laughs> I would give them... <laughs> 20 million and ox <laughs> <laughs> wow that's from the school of Michael Edwards boy <laughs> the school of Michael Edwards I said 20 million and please <laughs> <laughs> I think his name is Dango Otara maybe 20 years old still plays for the 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 the, the Lil. Mm. So you're not fully, fully convinced on this Mudrak garden. No, I am convinced, yeah, but I don't want to pay 50 mil for someone that I see as a backup in it. Yeah, Especially yeah, when sure. we have so much quality in our front line. He isn't really going to start. Yeah. I know Nunes hasn't had a great start to the season, but I'm expecting him to pick up and he's 85 million pounds. You play your 85 million pound player if they're good enough to play. Um, so I'm not too sure where he comes in. So I would rather. And because we need a midfield rebuild, I would rather spend the money in midfield. Yeah. I'd rather like see if we can get a thirty-five million pound winger or yeah. thirty million pound winger that sweet spot for our forwards. Yeah, and then go big in midfield. Get the Benlams, the Kones, the Saisados, everything. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I I agree to be honest. I I like him. I like him as a player, but I'm just not totally like it's not it's not a burn desire. We don't hundred percent hundred percent need this vision. So he's not something that we need to spend so much money on, you know what I'm saying? So um, it'll be nice if we can get him in, but I don't think it's like such a pressing, pressing concern for us. Um, our forward line is still pretty, it's pretty young, you know what I'm saying? Apart from Firmino and obviously Salah, but Salah doesn't like to decline yet. So yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously we know that it's International Week and there isn't, to be honest with you, there isn't too much to talk about. So mm-hmm. um, we kind of come up with this idea that kind of inspired by like, I'm not sure if you guys watched... Um, a Monday night football kind of um it was between Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville and they kind of done like um they rated all of Monday night signings. Um was it I think post Fergie, I think maybe. So uh, post Fergie. Well, was it? What did you say? Um Ibrahimovic was Mourinho, and it yeah it was post Fergie still. Yeah, so they rated all of Monday night signings post Fergie into green, red, um green, amber and red. And we're gonna do the same but with um, Klopp's transfer signing. So all the players that Klopp signed in his reign, we're going to rank them into um, green, amber, and red, or red, amber, and green. But yeah, I think this should be an interesting one. I know um, Mark's got a couple stands in there that, boy, <laughs> <laughs> boy he's going to do well to kind of defend them here. But um, <laughs> yeah, so, okay. Hold on, let me share my screen for Mr. Marco. I know the first one is Marco Grujic. Um, that was Klopp's first ever signing on the 6th of January 2016. We bought him for £5 million. What's your verdict on him? Like, as much as I used to like the player when he first came in, especially like sharing the same name, like shout out him. <laughs> um, I have to go red. He hasn't played enough games for us. He hasn't made an impact in the slightest. I guess business-wise, it was a flip, double money, but... Yeah, I was going to say that, that. That's the one positive about him, is that we got a flip from him. Obviously, when we did end up selling yeah. him, we got a flip, but um, what do you know kind of what his potential was when we, when we bought him? I think he was, like, supposed to be Emery Chan levels. Okay, like, got you. So he would end up being somebody that... Well, Emery Chan in midfield for us, you remember, like, he used to be able to drive the ball, he was technically decent on the ball, yeah. and he was, like a bully in the middle like he wouldn't let people get past him it was kind of like a enforcer yeah so I think it was supposed to be it just didn't pan out that way mm, for sure for sure um okay we'll just take in turns and obviously give our opinions on so I'll, I'll do the next one um next one is Stephen Cook Cool. should we do the long signings on there nah I thought long man okay okay <laughs> Um, Camille Grabera, goalkeeper. I remember, I think, uh, for two hundred and fifty. Was a young, young goalkeeper, though, man. Just yeah. haven't seen him at all. 
I still have to put them in red, my boy. Unlucky. Um, <laughs> the next one is you can see my screen, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I can. Next one is Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane for thirty million. Of course. Um, yeah, you, big you green. Take it away. Big green, my guy, man. Yeah, the one that started the revolution. Been, yeah, I know there's been a lot of talk on the name. I've even said you weren't great for the 18 months leading up to AFCON, yeah? But overall, the seven years that you've been here, you've been an amazing servant. I don't think... There's maybe one more person that's performed to a higher level over that span of time. I think that's... the only people you can put above him are Salah and Van Dijk, I think. Yeah, yeah. And that's... I would even... With Van Dijk, yeah, I wouldn't put him up there, but it's just... Money for me, I like attacking football in it more than I like defensive football, so you get that bias. So, my, and... my thing, I only okay, we're getting to Van Dyke now, but um, yeah, <laughs> I, because obviously, man, um, Van Dyke, the Ballon d'Or thing, like, come on, that's that's different, yeah, really. yeah, like okay. seeing a defender, whatever, to go for the Ballon d'Or, that's that's different. Um, I guess okay. the the things that I remember with money, so like, I'm the things that come straight to my head, I remember in the first debut goal versus Arsenal, slaps yeah. it liquid, I remember in the buying goal, like. And these are just not random. So these are not like systemic moments. It's just random thoughts that are coming to my head. Like the feelings that I get when I say Mane's name, yeah. yeah. And all the goals that I remember are just... Yes, the moments, <laughs> innit? Like those those yeah. moments where like, you see when like iconic players, they have those moments where you're like, okay, this is what I remember him because he's done this, he's done that. Yeah, yeah. You don't even need to think too deeply about it. It's just like, oh, yeah, I remember one. He slapped a goal on his left foot against Everton for no reason. Like, he just. Yeah, the Man City one, the, the Bayern Munich one is different gravy. Yeah, like, Absolutely different gravy, the Bayern Munich one. Um, but yeah, and the reason why I like him so much is because he was the first one to come to Klopp. Like, we hadn't signed anyone then. And he really, he truly believed in Klopp's kind of vision of making this a, a great team. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have Van Nightly. We didn't have Salah. Well, That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, shout out to him. Um, the next one is. Loris Carius. I'm gonna yeah. put him in red, obviously. Yeah. Just from Newcastle. Shout him out, but yeah, um, he made too many mistakes. The Champions League final obviously comes to mind. Heartbreak. Uh, yeah, heart heartbreaking moment. I know he had a con- concussion, but yeah. I don't care about the concussion, especially the fact with concussions, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have to put him in red. Joel Matip on a free transfer. Green. On a free transfer, yeah, to have one of the top 10 centre-backs in the league at the moment. And yeah, he's had his injury issues. If it wasn't for his injury issues, he'll be like a big green, like he'll be the brightest green. But I have to give him like a dull green at the moment because as good as he is. But for free though, you got him on a free. You didn't sign him for Yeah, yeah, I got him on a free. So like it's it's still a green and it's still a green. I just wish he was a lot more fit throughout his time with us, innit? Up until maybe two seasons ago, yeah, he hasn't really been as consistent, but he's been great since then. Yeah, I th- my thing is obviously I think he's definitely one um, great business for us, um, especially on the free. And my thing is that if he stayed fit, I think that's where it would put him into like, okay, he's actually one of the best defenders in the world. But because he doesn't stay fit, you can't actually say he's one of the best defenders in the world, even though he's got a talent and he performs to that level, but he doesn't stay fit enough for that. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's my thing with him. But yeah, another top top signing. Okay, this one's interesting. Ragnar Klavan, obviously, um, he signed him for four point two million, and he was kind of like a stopgap for Liverpool. Um, I think we see, he must have been like thirty or thirty one when we did sign him. He was kind of old. Um, obviously, Matip was getting a lot of injuries. Lovren was kind of like a bit hit and miss, so we needed to sign another defender. We got Ragnar Klavan. In. Where are you putting him? I'm putting him in Amber. Loads of people standing oh, here. Why? Because he's he's a decent centre-back, but he wasn't the level. Like, for me, yeah, the Greens are the people that took us up a level and were very successful mm. doing it. He was a stopgap, essentially, and he performed to a decent enough clip. I don't mind giving him a green because of the amount of money spent. That's, that's, that's what I am. So if you buy someone for 4.2 million, he's fulfilled. Yeah, his- that. He's... But at the same time, yeah, we bought Minamino for eight million, like, and Minamino shouldn't be touching green, like, regardless of the goals that he scored, and regardless of like how influential he is in certain mm-hmm. cup runs. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That is a good point. I hear it. So, you know I don't is... mind putting him. I don't mind putting him like amber slash green in it, like. Mm-hmm. Even green, I'm still okay with in it, but I want it to be out there that I don't personally think he was a top tier defender. Okay, in it, so like. if we okay, so the way I think of Kevin is that. He's kind of become this cult hero because it's like 
he kind of was uh, he ushered in this kind of new generation of like um club ballers so he was the kind of transitional um kind of defender that it was a stopgap between kind of Lovren and Van Dijk and he, he came in and he, the one thing about him he didn't make any mistakes yeah like he was just so, I think that's why people kind of rev- like they kind of revolutionized his time a little bit better than it is because he didn't actually make any massive mistakes, but he wasn't fantastic either. You know what I'm saying? So I, th- I think I'm, I agree with you and Amber, to be honest. I'm agreeing with you, Amber. I was thinking green earlier, but mm, like, nah. Like, and obviously the fee that we got Robertson for, that's a green now. That, you know what I'm saying? A, that has to be a green because. Kavan, not so much. Kavan is just like solid. It's solid, but it's not like fantastic signing. Yeah. Um, okay, next. Let's put Robert in green since we've already talked about it, I guess. Yeah, you can put Robertson in green, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so let's put Robertson in the green. And then the next one was, it is Alex Manninger, Manninger. Red, man. Red. Just some old guy. In fact, do you know what I would say? I don't say that. No, let me not explain it. Let me not explain it. I was going to say Ambia because he was bought for a reason to kind of but yeah, virtually he's trained with the team. Like, they didn't even get on the pitch, man. Yeah, they didn't even get on the pitch. So fuck that. Fuck that, Red. Next one is, um, it is, oh, my guy. So my guy, Jeannie Wijnaldum, bought for 25 million from Newcastle United. He came, funny enough, let's talk about this because he actually came from, so when he was at PSV, he was playing as a 10 and a 10 that gets goals. Um, he was kind of like exciting prospect. He got double figures in the in the in the, in the um, what's it called in the Dutch league, and he's gone to Newcastle now, and they've played him. They don't. I don't think they played a ten or I'm not sure they did. But no, he, they played him in the ten still. They like played him in. left wing. I remember them playing him left wing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. They played Genie left wing, and um, I think they did. They did go down, but he was kind of like a bright spark. Also, the hat trick in the last yeah. day. That's what a lot of people remember. And, and he, he scored five as well in a game. I can't remember what game that was. Um, but yeah, that season he scored five in the game. That's mad. And then obviously Klopp's obviously bought him for twenty five million. Um, and yeah, the first season we kind of I think he was quite attacking that first season. I do remember him getting like some amount of goals. I don't remember he didn't score. Yeah, at home. I remember a goal against City, the header against City. Middlesbrough on the um, last yeah, day. Middlesbrough last day when I thought he should have passed the Coutinho, but he ends up slapping it. We get top yeah. four. Um. Yeah, I, mean, like, I would I have to give him a green because of, I guess... He's a solid green from... Yeah, and like he's, he, he transforms his vision into kind of this boring centre-mid who... Not boring, but a centre-mid who... Conservative centre-mid who... Centre-mid, let's call it that. Yeah, a conservative centre-mid who kind of fills spaces, fills gaps, um, good technically, press-resistant, and fills, obviously, he kind of fills the gap for Robertson... And he has some key moments, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, moments said, again, like that's the one of the biggest things with Genie moments again. Yeah. Like talked about the midfield thing. Obviously, we definitely have to talk about Barca 4 0 in it. Like exactly. It comes he was, on he was the spearhead for us being able to get that over the line. And I don't think he's done anything wrong in terms of the way he's played. I feel like, yeah, there was a whole um Klopp is holding him back thing, but I think that's just Maybe the player becoming more positionally aware and more mature as a player, knowing that maybe he may have to sacrifice for the team. He, okay, he wasn't good enough to play in that attacking sense. He wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> like, there was no reason for us to play. There's times when, I can't even lie, there's times when I saw him go for a goal. There was one year that specifically seared into my head. I think it's against Leicester, yeah. I don't remember the game, but I remember the exact like vision of me watching it, innit? Yeah. He goes through a goal, yeah, and he tries to like, jump and lob the keeper at the same time in it, like side foot it and lob the keeper for no reason. I think it was maybe Aston Villa in the cup. Yeah, maybe Aston Villa, something like that in it, but he tries to jump and lob the keeper when all he needs to do is side foot it. And I feel like his composure in front of goal for us anyway wasn't always the best. No, he's had great moments. He's been an excellent servant and similar to Clavan, he's ushered in like an era of not even us, similar to Clavan, he's ushered in the era. He's, ushered in. he's part of the era. He's, yeah, a, he's, he's, a, he's a linchpin of that yeah, era. He's sure. there, he's there. He's won the Champions League with us. Like, won the Premier League with us. And yeah, like, there's no, the elephant in the room is that obviously Thiago's definitely an upgrade on him, for sure. I will definitely admit that. As much as I'm a fan of Genie, there's definitely better players than him out there. But at the same time, he did bring a lot of stuff to us and, you know what I'm saying, there's, there's a lot of worse midfielders that you can get out there as well in terms of the fact that he's athletic, he's press resistant 
and he's, he's tactically aware, like we said. So, um, yeah, great player for us. Um, we'll move on. Next one is this doesn't mean much talking. Mohamed Salah, forty-three million, arguably oh, yeah. the club's greatest ever signing, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like, you know where that goes, isn't it? That goes. If I could create like a super green or like a, I don't even know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a darker shade of green, because yeah, that's I think that's probably the, the club's best ever signing. To be honest, um, King Mo. Um, boy, the amount of records he's broken. His first ever season. I was looking at it the other day. He got like someone. What did he get? Like like forty four goals in his first ever season. I think thirty four in yeah. the league. Jesus Christ! Obviously he helped us. I think he really propelled us from a top four team to a title winning team. In my eyes, that's where it really changed when he signed. But um, yeah, he goes in green, obviously. Um. Yeah, we'll be back after this break. Um, stay with us, and yeah, we're gonna rank some more of these signings. Cool. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy UEFA Champions League football is streaming on Paramount Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every game from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title against Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona and more in football's biggest club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage time and extra time and stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, and we're back. So the next signing, Dominic Solanke, I'm putting on the red. Any yeah, easy. Unfortunately, he could have been better than what he was, but just ended up to potential. Talented forwards, but yeah, nah. Um, obviously, we don't know Andy Robertson put him in the green. Oxlade Chamberlain is the next one. Ah, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. okay. You know what? Yeah, I need to like not be biased for this, innit? Because yeah. I wouldn't put him red straight away. But Ooh, was you okay? So he's my still thing got is moments. That, okay, let, let me let me give both sides. So everyone knows I'm not Oxlade Chamberlain's biggest fan. I do think he's a talented footballer, but for Liverpool, I don't think he's quite at the level at this point in time. Um, the reason why I would... Where would I put him? I think I would actually, I would actually put him in the amber. And the reason, why I don't I would, mind that. the reason why I would put him in amber is because I feel like he had that run in, obviously, 17-18, where he was fantastic for us. Um, he got us basically... Well, he was one of the linchpins in getting us to a Champions League final. Obviously, we did end up losing it. But um, he was fantastic in that. And there's some signings that we're going to mention. I can't mention an actual run of games, five, ten games, where they were fantastic. They were good. I can't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Chamberlain, I can actually mention a run of games where he was consistent for us. He was good for us. And he obviously got an unfortunate injury. And I guess even this season, so last season, just gone when oh, yeah. people were at AFCON, he was okay. He had a decent run and he was able to be a stopgap in that sense. And the season he scored, I think, what did he score? He's got like eight, nine goals where he scored against Genk twice. He scored against... Yeah, yeah. It was okay. Like, little outside foot fin- I think it was two outside foot finishes, isn't it? Yeah. One so- crashing off the bar and then one like just slotted in the corner. He's a good squad player at times. Obviously, he came to this squad, um, uh, a young talent from Arsenal. He probably wasn't... Um, he was kind of frustrated. And then now, um, he's left with a Premier League, a, champion- a Champions League and quite a few trophies. And he's been involved in it to some extent. To some extent, so I think I'll put him in the in the amber. I think. What are you saying? Yeah, I'm okay putting him in the amber. Still, I think his highs, as even though they were short lived, are big enough to like overturn. Yeah, a lot of that went on. Okay, next we have Van Dyke. Obviously, what are you yeah, it's easy. From yeah, again another linchpin. Someone that turned us again from a top four team into. Um, uh, title winning team our defence became solid when he came in his impact what he done in this team we kind of replace we kind of replace um, next up this this, I think this this point here is a really key um, I think point um, this kind of so I, I, named, I mentioned Robertson 
well, Salah, Salanke, Robertson, Chamberlain, Van Dijk, Keita, and obviously Fubino's to come as well. I think that point there is a real key point in Klopp's tenure. And I think yeah. so got many all times, the signings that we needed to yeah, get over the line to start. So many signings right in that time. But next is, is Naby Keita. I'm going red, Mark. Try and convince me it's not That's red. Okay. Try and convince uh, me it's not red. Please. No, it has to be red. It has to be red. See, okay. if it wasn't for the price tag and him being a number eight, us waiting a year, I would have put him Amber because mm-hmm. I feel like he's had decent performances and injuries have hampered him from like having a run of games where he's been absolutely crazy. But he's had spells where he looks like he's picking up form and then all of a sudden injured. Yeah. Then, and from like the news of even this season in it of like trying to fake an injury to get a move, maybe we don't really know the full story. Apparently he really is injured and he's been pulled out of the Guinea squad again. But even if that's the case, either way, it's bad. Like you faked an injury is very bad. You injured again out of nothing. Like you haven't even played a match again. Very bad. So he has to be a red man. Yeah, used to be my guy, but I'm sorry it had to be you, it's bro. The, it's, it's the price. Like like you said, if you got him for 10, 15 million and he's just he's been a solid whatever player, cool. But we bought him for fifty two million, he's got Gerard's number eight on his back. Yeah. He's never ever delivered to that. That's like, where I yeah. think people will like rival fans think that. Um where we hate Kato. It's not we hate Kato. Like he's just been very underwhelming. He still had mm. decent performances and if he comes into the side, yeah, as opposed to playing James Milner, he would be a lot better. For sure. But that's not... But that's, just, we bought him... We shouldn't be thinking about that. We, it's Kato, yeah. we should have even bought Thiago, to be honest. If Kato was who exactly. he was, exactly. we wouldn't have even bought Thiago. You know what I'm saying? We thought when we bought Kato, okay, now the midfield's probably going to be Fabinho, Genie and Kato. Fabinho, Henderson and Kato, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Our midfield's... That's it. We've got one of the best midfielders yeah. in the league. We're good. But it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? We still have to keep going back into the market. People are talking guy. about Kate with Pogba. I think this was Lewis though from Touching Goodness was saying Kate is gonna outmatch Pogba because that's how highly regarded he was. And look at him now. Like, yeah. He probably doesn't even reach the top thirty midfielders in the league at the moment. I don't know. Bro. Maybe when he's on form and he's constantly fit, yeah, technique wise, talent wise, yeah, but based off like performances and the outcomes, no. Mm, mm, mm. I think he's, he's arguably the the worst signing on this list for me personally. Um, well, yeah, with everything considered, I think yeah, so with everything considered, he's probably, he's probably Klopp's biggest flop. With everything considered, yeah, he's, he's yeah. not the worst player, and he's not got the worst ability for sure. He's got probably one of the highest abilities on this list, but with everything considered, I think he's probably the biggest flop. Um, next is Fabinho again, another green for me. Any Easy. anything to say on no. Fabinho? Just the excellent servant in it, and I hope he's able to show his quality to the masses this season because people are starting to doubt him a little bit. And I think he needs that Thiago consistency next to him or somebody of that quality. He needs someone that's not 37 next to him or yeah, 89 years old next to him. Yeah. yeah. He just needs, he needs an adult next to him, isn't it? Like, just not <laughs> a pensioner or a little boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Roderick. These guys, Casemiro, these guys were playing against the... Damn, Rodri has Bernardo Silva, yeah, who... Bernardo Silva, drops in, And you know what? It's crazy. Bernardo Silva drops in so deep when he's needed. Bro, we've because he knows that Rodri might be able to, like, be gas more. So he just comes in and then picks up the ball and progresses it, passes it back to Rodri. Now Rodri's got space. He's and even Walker, Walker as well, he plays inverted. Stones and Walker both play inverted. So, yeah, again, man, it's so another person next to you. So, I hope he's able to do his thing soon. I thought that's a fine, but yeah, that, that's not a conversation for another day. Um, Fabinho won a, again, a great, great sign and a great servant, bought for 43 million. Next is Shakiri for 13 million. What are you saying, Mark? Um, uh, that's one for uh, Annick to argue, man. I'm going to go Amber or Red in it. I'm going I'm Amber. Too... Yeah, like, I'm not too fussed by that. Like, again, he was instrumental in the Barker match. Yeah. Um, and he's come in his spells and like been able to contribute. Man United, obviously, two goals against Man United. Uh, two goals against Man United, which were great goals. The yeah. Everton game. versus Newcastle in the run of missing out by a point. Like, he's oh, yeah. had moments. It's just, it's not enough to put him in the green. And yeah. they're barely about enough to keep him over it <laughs> because I don't feel like he's good enough. Like, he was just a fat boy that. <laughs> 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 
Hey, hey. Moving like he plays for the, the actual TLF team, man. <laughs> Just one of their big belly boys that knows how to kick a ball good. I'm dead, I'm dead. Big Shaq. Shout out Big Shaq. Um, nice. Allison is the next one. Again, another transformational signing. Have to put him in the green. Boy, the amount of goalkeepers we had struggling. And then when we got Allison, yeah, yeah. The, the change from him. Best team to in the world, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, Next is Sepp van der Berg. Can I think Amber maybe? Yeah, do you know is he's his story's not found out yet because yeah. he came as a seventeen year old, like a very, very like gangly seventeen year old that we knew wasn't gonna start. He wouldn't he needs to put on weight, he needs to get accustomed to the league, he needed to go out on loan and what we're seeing is the process now in it. So yeah. you yeah. might be able to answer that in like two, three years, but not right now. Yeah, and he's a centre back as well. Centre backs it's, it's it's rare that you see them, you know what I'm saying, play very young, 18-19, playing at that level, very rare. Um, Javier Elliott, again, it's, it's another one, it's hard to decide already. I'm going like Javier Elliott, I'm going green. <laughs> <laughs> already, wait, why was it just 4.3 million, but I feel like the, the conversation we had to pay them was a lot more. Um, yeah, I think the conversation maybe you're taking up to 6 million, yeah, but oh, okay. for someone that looks as talented as he is, yeah, let's say we sold him today, we'd probably get like 40 mil. Like, so I think if he's a, even after the injury, if he's able to continue on this trajectory, yeah, we're clear. Mm. So I'm gonna put him in the green for now. Still, I mean, he's, again, he's another one. He's I, whoever's whoever whoever's listening to this and buying Harvey Elliott stocks, yeah, stop it right now, bro. <laughs> in the underrated app, yeah, man should be the lead investor. Stop it, bro. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Um, you probably just baited yourself out even more, but um, yeah. <laughs> Age or I'm gonna put these two together, Adrian and Andy Lonergan. Oh, get out big red. Adrian has to be the biggest red, and he's still at the club. He scares me. He actually bloody scares me, Adrian. Do you know is because he seems like a sicko. Like he seems like he doesn't know that he's tapped. You know, one of those dangerous people yeah, that don't know that they're fucked. So, for example, I know you've seen the um. The homeless man on the tube in <laughs> yeah. the train in New York here yeah, that grabs that woman's food yeah, and yeah, grabs yeah. the rice or something. With his, that's who Adrian reminds me of. Like he moves like he could do something that mad, but at the same time just walks around smiling all the time and like tweets like he's a normal person. But I know you're tapped, bro. <laughs> bro, he just scares me. I can never get over that one chance. He wasn't even a goal. It's the Villa match where Watkins. He obviously he's, he was across. <laughs> <laughs> And Adrian just out of his goal. And then Watkins like he just went for a stroll. He just went for a stroll. Like, no. <laughs> he's scary. He's scary. He's, he, see when you said Carrius has a concussion, he seems like he had a permanent concussion every single time he plays for us. But he means like it's normal and he'll smile. Who are we doing the video of this Adrian transfer? I don't actually understand. Like, whose cousin is he? Like, I'm just so confused. <laughs> How is he still here? And, they and obviously, he's probably had one of the biggest downs on this list in terms of the Atletico Madrid game, yeah, giving the ball away in a match that was just before COVID. Say we did draw that match, we were able to win that match. We would have had a long COVID break and who knows what could have happened after that. But oh. that was a very, very bad performance, man. So, no, no, no. Let me go back on that. Carrius definitely has the biggest slow. But Adrian's in the conversation, in it? Jesus Christ. Um, next, Taki Minamino. He got his first goal yeah. for the other day. Shout out yeah. him. I'm going to go... I'm, I'm putting him out. I'm going to go Amber. Yeah, yeah I'm because him we, we didn't buy him. I guess we could go... I would go Red, yeah. Ooh, if fun. I look at the context. If I look at the context of we went to RB Salzburg and we knew Haaland was there. We didn't prep anything for Haaland because we saw Minamino. We even saw Huang, the... Um, Wolves forward. We even saw like a few men and we didn't prep anything for them, but we went from Minamino. But I'll like. Bro, you push know it for Liverpool's Amber. thing though, man. Liverpool's thing. Like, Aye, you know, you, fuck you, out like, of okay, I'll give an example. Thing, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know when you see like a group of baddies in it and there's the one like Insta model <laughs> and there's another one, there's another thing, he's, yeah, she's leg as well. And there's another thing that looks decent. Like you think, ah, so you think, oh, should I go for the Insta model now? She's not even going to hair my thing still. So you just go for a decent thing. <laughs> You secure her, you go home, you know, enjoy your night. You know what I'm saying? Like, we knew the no, man. No, man. That's, that's the difference, yeah. That's the difference between, like, seeing Megan the Stallion in the club, yeah, and, like, end up with Megan the Stallion or seeing 
I was gonna. In fact, no. Let me not be disrespectful. <laughs> let me change. Let me just erase that whole line of questioning. But yeah, we should have prepped something for him, and that's why I could like shift it to a red. But I don't think he's done anything wrong. He's coming at the right time. He scored goals. He was able to contribute. So yeah, and we didn't see him as like a big signing. We saw him as like a very low risk signing that would be able to make some money, and we flipped him. So I don't mind the number either. If he didn't have the season he had last year in terms of probably getting us to two cup finals, I would have put him in red. Yeah, but yeah, he actually yeah. has moments like the Leicester goal is a fantastic goal. Um, and he has moments of getting us into the final. He had great runs. Um, I think he got like eight or nine goals last year. Um, mm. so, and he didn't have hardly any starts. So, yeah, shout out to him. Um, the only thing is in Amber is because when we signed him, a lot of men were saying, oh, this is a steal. Blah, blah, blah. Look at Liverpool doing smart business again. It's going to be a steal for the years. It's a bargain buy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it didn't. It's not that. You know what I'm saying? So, I can't see it. I keep calling for him to start about Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not that. Um, Amber. He's a talented player, but... Yeah, yeah. Amber. Um, Shimikas, I'm saying Amber. Yeah, I'll say Amber. Maybe if he performs to the level that we saw at Ajax throughout the season, then I'll put him in the green. But for now, Amber. Amber, um, again, another talented player. Um, he pushed Robertson quite close to actually last year for a start, yeah. team, but didn't quite get there. He does have some scary moments in him as well, but um, I think he is talented. Yeah, he just needs to sleep a bit more, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he's, he's a good understudy for, for Robertson. Next one, oh, and that was 11 million. Uh, next yeah, one is Tiago Green. Tara, yeah, 27 million. Again, the impact he's had on our team, even though he's not fit as much as we would like him to be, is it. Um, the impact he's had on our team is great. So, yeah, put him in the green. Um, yeah. Next, Jota, 45 million. Green. 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 It's funny because he's, again, he's another one story that's not written, but um, yeah, he's still green because the impact he's had is, is a lot. Pitulega. So, if people don't know who Pitulega is, he's a young Brazilian goalkeeper that yeah. um, I think Alisson recommended to our. Yeah, he was at the same club as Alisson in Brazil yeah. and like he just moved around. Um, he's at Macclesfield at the moment. He's had quite a few clean sheets. Um, but yeah, we, I think I'm going to put this in the same like position as Vandenberg in it. Like, we're still yeah. yet to see anything from him um, in terms of his development but he's in the process of developing. So let's see what happens in it with that one. He could be the next number one after Alisson leaves if everything progresses well. I hope so. Um, Bajetic, I, it's, it's, you can't really put him anywhere. He's yeah. like two of his um, yeah. perform, um, appearances. I he can't lie, the way he was popping for me on FM, though. Was he? <laughs> Last season, the way he was popping for me on FM, though. Oh, no. So Green. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't um, rank. No, nah, no, nah, I won't. I won't even try to. Okay, this one. Ben I think Davis. this one has to have its own category. One money million. Okay, Ben Davis. You bought Ben Davis. Obviously, in the lockdown season when all our centre backs were injured, centre back crisis. Van Dijk, Matip, um, Gomez all dropped out like flies, and everyone was calling for signings. And Liverpool, they didn't want to sign him because they wanted to wait for Ibrahim Konate. So they signed Ben Davis for one point six million from Preston North End. His contract was running out. And they signed Ozan Quebec on loan, you know, as Liverpool do the 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 bargain thing as we always do. Ben Davis, I think this is the most spookiest signing of all of them. Like, I think you have to oh, do new category still. It's financial doping. That is so spooky for me because be. we bought him and he didn't make one appearance for us to the point where we played Reese Williams, who boy, again another one. <laughs> <laughs> um looks like a nice lad, but I don't think he's got the talent to make at this level. And again, Nat Phillips, probably a, a, a lower, he's, he's maybe a Premier League defender, maybe a high-end Champions yeah, League like, defender. You know what is he, he should have went to Bournemouth. Bournemouth would have been absolutely perfect for him. But unfortunately, it's not in it. But so, in terms of Ben Davis, yeah. Like, has to be how the bad, like, how bad was he to the point where we couldn't play him? I know he got some injuries. Do you know what's funny? Yeah, do you know what's funny? He's going to turn up against us. He's going to make it on the pitch. He's going to turn up. He's going to have an amazing performance at the Ibrox. It's just written in the stars. It's written in the stars. Ow. We might win, yeah, but he's just going to be great. Like, win every tackle. Crunch Jota, crunch Nunes. Like, right, him bro. and Kabakia, yeah, the two I, that I'm we signed in the lockdown he's season. Gonna be looking spooky, bro. Davis gonna be looking sp- There's no way he's fam. He made no appearances <laughs> for us and he bought him for that. Yeah. Imagine getting bought for 1.6 million and still being in the red. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, come back. We've got, we got a little flip, though. We've got a little flip. <laughs> Somehow. That, that's Liverpool juice. That's pure Liverpool juice. 
Pure <laughs> Liverpool juice. Like, you know them ones where just like, yeah. He's got some Anfield on him still. Let's bring him. Yeah. Um, back. next one. I know Christian. Yeah, Red. Easy. Red. I don't know why we didn't. So, I was on the flip team with Quebec as well. I think we should have activated the clause and then sold them straight away. But <laughs> that's cool. Hey, that's me being a bit too. Um, yeah, another red flag. Those two signings did not work out, um, unfortunately, um, for us. You end up playing that Phillips and Reese Williams for rest of the yeah. season. So it didn't work out. So both reds. Um, do you know what? This, this kind of, I think this kind of period is a bit like, I don't know. I think there's a bit, I think we might look back at that period of like, maybe we should have invested a little bit more in Klopp's. 100% we should have. So that we had Klopp. You that lockdown season of a Premier League winning season, yeah. and you don't str- like, I would have put the bag in his hand. Like you've just won the Champions League and then Premier League back to back. You can have any player you want. Tell me what player I'll go and get. That's so this... the reason I was on this whole two um two or many thing in it. Like I would have loved to be able to say to Klopp here, yeah, you can have anybody you want. Pick a player. Okay, it's two or many. I know he wants to go to Real Madrid. Will offer whatever Real Madrid offer. Maybe it doesn't work, but I just want to prove to you and prove to the market that we're willing to back you in it. So if we're coming in for a player next time, be worried, isn't it? And obviously that works in the, the negative way that you mentioned that clubs will tax us the same way they do United. But I really wanted to prove to Klopp that, well, I really wanted FSG to prove to Klopp that they want to back him to the hills and he deserves it, innit? Mm. So, like, okay, so I mentioned the six players in a row pair that we bought from 2020, so 8th of October 2020 to 6th of February 2021. And it's Putalega, Vegetic, Ben Davis, Kabak, and Kate Gordon. And like... Yeah. It's a myth. Like, what's yeah, that? Yeah, it's just like... And this is just coming off of a, a season win. Obviously, we did buy um, Thiago and, and Jota um, as well before that. But I just feel like that period where, um, especially during the lockdown season, where, like, we just, again, we came off the back of winning the Premier League and then the Champions League previous season before that, I think we did need to bet Klopp a lot more. And look at yeah. that where we bought Fabinho, um, Van Dijk, Robertson. Like, that's a transformative exactly. Exactly. period where we literally changed from being a, a top four team to a title winning team. And I feel like, and we- I think if you look at the the respective period for City, you're going to see a big. You're going to see why essentially. Like City Grealish, like you're going to see just- Grealish. You're going to see um, Rodri. I think in that yeah. time period. Well. We're going to see Cancelo, a couple of defenders. Yeah. yeah, I think you see Cancelo as a swap deal for Danilo. I think you see um, Nathan Ake. I think you see quite a few men that contribute for them. Yeah. And All yeah, these men that we've mentioned, yeah, don't contribute for us at this moment in time. I feel like that period, we could have really changed a title-winning team to a dynasty. You know what I'm saying? We could have changed... Yeah. From one league title to, like, a few. You know what I'm saying? We could have stayed on top, but where we didn't add... I feel like we just kept looking for like little bargain players, maybe little signings, little Kate Gordons, little Harvey Ellis and whatever. Shout out to Joe, yeah, that was part of Copenhagen, who mentioned this beforehand at the yeah. time. I said, you'll end up in McDonald's, innit? Where are we? We're not, we're not McDonald's. quite McDonald's. We're, no, we're in McDonald's. Bro, we're in McDonald's. We're eight from the We're in Nando's. We're not in McDonald's. We're in Nando's. <laughs> we're from Gauchos and Nando's. But, um, yeah. We're trying to, we're trying to, like, <laughs> we're trying to argue the fast food place we're in. Like, either way, we're not eating steak no more. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Still. We're not eating steak no more. Um. Yeah. And the, I don't think the the last few that we should really talk about. So I would say we'll, we'll stop Gordon. at like Diaz. I think so. Gordon, uh, it's too early. Canate, yeah. that's a green. Canate bought for thirty six million. I think Canate is a green so far, in it? But yeah. I want to see how it progresses. Same thing with Diaz. I think Diaz, Diaz is a green so far, me. yeah. And then, yeah, definitely so far. But I think it's more of a, I need to see, as, do you know what is there? He's on a green trajectory and I want to see like if he gets to just under salary and money levels or he's just like a a green where, go back to the list, sorry. Yeah. A green where he's just maybe. Like a genie level or something. Yeah, like a genie level. But where the thing is, yeah, I, just, I just find it weird because it's like, he's a great player. He's a good player and he's someone that's going to be in our future. It's just, I don't. Does he have to be Mane? Like, if the best version of Diaz is someone who's a dribbler, is someone who's a creator, fantastic. Then we got Jordan jo- Seller to get the bulk share of our goals. You know what I'm saying? If he is, yeah, so I don't think he has to be Mane at all. It's he just, doesn't, but I think these opposing fans, 
These opposing yeah. fans are getting into our heads of like, oh, what about Diaz then? Has he scored enough goals? Is he? But the best version of Diaz, no, no, we don't know yet. We don't know what he is. He might be I mean, a good scoring I, I don't. I don't personally think Diaz was brought in to replace Mane's goals. I think it was. Salah's going to always be our number one goal scorer, isn't it? Because yeah. of who he Nunes was brought in to be the secondary like goal scorer. Yeah. And then Yotta's always going to be in and around the goal. So he'll just step up a little bit because Yotta's had periods of injuries throughout both his seasons and he's still by double digits. So if he's able to get one clean run, he knows what he's on. I expect Diaz probably to be getting 10 to 15 goals mostly every season and then a couple of assists too. That's probably why I expect yeah. He might have one old season where he has 18, 19 goals, but that's probably what he gets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think he gets a double-double every season, like 10 goals, 10 assists. Yeah. All if he, the best version of Diaz, we're still waiting to find out. You know what I'm saying? We're still waiting to find out. We haven't got a mad sample size. Um, he's played well, and you can tell that he's definitely a talented player, but we're still kind of formulating this attack and seeing what profiles, you know what I'm saying, match with. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, um, obviously I'm conscious of time now. Um, we've ranked all the kind of club signings who kind of have obviously played games and you can really rank. And we're going to put it on the socials. Um, interact with us and tell us whether you agree, don't agree. And yeah, I think that, that, that that's that's been a good pod. Thanks for um coming on, Mark. Um, no worries, man. Anytime. Yeah, and yeah, peace. Catch us next week and peace. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.